Welcome to Sabrina Artel's Trailer Talk. I'll bring you all kinds of stories from all kinds of people. Whether it's a live public conversation and we're speaking from the kitchen table of my 1965 Beeline Travel Trailer, from the studios or on the streets, please sit back and enjoy the conversation right here this time every week. This month, June 2022, the Supreme Court is poised to revoke Roe v. Wade, a woman's right to have a legal abortion. I thought it was time to reach into the cupboards of Trailer Talk and share this episode from last October with you and more episodes about reproductive justice to come. The Women's March for Reproductive Health Rights was held across the country on October 2nd, 2021. People gathered in the rural town of Narrowsburg, New York, along the Delaware River. They began on the bridge which connects New York State to Pennsylvania. And there, people joined together with the rest of the country's sister marches to shout clear, and enraged messages to the Texas legislature and to the United States Supreme Court that they will not accept the Texas unconstitutional abortion ban there or anywhere else in the country. The Texas ban is the most strict in the country and bans abortions as early as six weeks. The Justice Department has asked, demanded, that the Supreme Court block this Texas abortion law. Join us to meet community members from the Sullivan County Catskills who are reflecting the many marches and people who came together on October 2nd and who continue to fight this ban and advocate for reproductive rights for women. Hi, my name is Roberta. I'm actually here from Delaware, visiting friends in Pennsylvania, so I thought I would show up here because it's that important. It's, first of all, it's no one else's business. It's no one else's business. You don't want an abortion, don't get one. It's none of my business or anybody else's, pure and simple. Hi, my name is Christine. I'm here because abortion has to be widespread, available, safe, and legal. Women need abortions, and if we don't get behind this issue, it's just ridiculous that this is going to be killing underprivileged women who don't have access to it. It's going to be killing women who are stuck in relationships that, that are abusive, and it's going to be killing women who have had, you know, been abused and are, are raped, and they, they have to get rid of their, their fetus. And, you know, I'm a spiritual person. I have made a vow to nonviolence. I don't think it's a violent act to abort a fetus that is either unwanted or unviable. Priscilla Bassett, and I am a spokesperson for senior women and men and for many many years I have supported the right of women to choose and I think that's what this is all about and here I am with my 93 year old body out here standing strong thank you I'm Star Hesse and I with Priscilla have been out supporting women's rights and just general civil rights for people and we wanted to be here today to show our support that this is a very important issue and everyone should get behind it. And especially the New York Health Act, which we wouldn't have half of these problems if we had the New York Health Act in place. 
Um, I'm Lise Kennedy. I'm here with Priscilla Bassett at representing Sullivan County and just supporting women's rights and the right to choose in Sullivan County, which doesn't have a single place where anyone could get an abortion and a very, very part-time Planned Parenthood. Uh, and, you know, it's very sad how few services there are in Sullivan County. So that's why I'm here, because nobody should ever have to, you know, go without medical help when they need it. Coming. I'm Jessie. I helped organize this. I'm so glad to see all your faces here. Super excited. Um, I just wanted to go over the agenda for a second. We're going to stand on the bridge for a while and meet each other, hold our signs up, and then um, we're going to march through town in a little while and just make our voices heard. And uh, we have the support from all of the store owners and everything, so that's been pretty awesome. And then we're going to gather on the deck for some speeches. And we have some amazing people here to talk, and we're really excited. And I'm just really appreciative to see so many faces out here. So thank you so much for standing with us today. My name is Jessie Spizzato, and um, I organized this march. I actually had the help of Beverly Sterner as well, who many people know, and she's been you know, a longtime activist doing things on the Narrowsburg Bridge for a long time. So glad that we're all fighting for this really important right together. And not just reproductive rights, but uh, abortion access for everyone forever. My name is Francis. I am chair of the Democratic Party here in Tustin in this town. So I'm so delighted that once again, the Narrowsburg Bridge is the site for awesome protest. And uh, we need to do everything we can to support women everywhere, but particularly in Texas right now. We're going to kick this off with Michelle Minerwolf, who has lived in Wayne County, Pennsylvania since 1997. And she's worked as the executive director of the Victims Intervention Program there for the last 24 years. Michelle works tirelessly to help survivors have a voice and seek justice. Let's welcome Michelle Minerwolf. I am so excited to see this turnout. I wasn't expecting to see so many people, so this is absolutely wonderful. So I'm glad that you're all here. So today across our nation, people have gathered to rally for abortion justice. And here we are in Narrowsburg. We must continue to stand together, walk together, and fight together for abortion justice. Abortion must be affordable and accessible to all. And can we please stop shaming people who get an abortion? We do not know a person's reason. We don't know their story. And we don't need to. It's not our story. Instead, let's listen to their story if they want to speak it. Let's support them. Let's lift them up. VIP has been providing services to victims and survivors since the 80s. I personally have worked with many people who have experienced reproductive coercion. Reproductive coercion is behavior that interferes with autonomous decision-making of a person with regards to reproductive health. It may take the form of birth control sabotage, pregnancy coercion, or controlling the outcome of a pregnancy, which could be forcing an abortion or not allowing a person to have one. Basically, it involves a person making the decision for another person who is fully capable to make her own decision. I have listened to stories that still make my heart hurt. I have sat and supported with people who were forced to terminate their pregnancies, but I've also listened to people that were kept from getting an abortion when that is what they wanted. All of these stories caused these survivors great pain. The choice was made for them, not with them. One afternoon, I was making a visit as a hospice volunteer with a very pleasant woman that I visited with once a week during the end of her life. 
She learned from someone else that I had worked or that I do work at VIP. She told me how grateful she was for the services that she received when she was a young teenager. And then she told me her story. This person was a survivor of incest by her father who impregnated her. He made her deliver that baby who had so many medical issues that the only option was residential care forever. That individual was never able to leave there, nor did she have any concept even of where she was. And that was no quality of life. When the survivor became an adult, the child that she had given birth to had died and she had to bury her daughter who never lived with her even one day. Not only did this woman suffer the trauma of incest, she delivered her father's child, never got to live with that child, and then had to bury her, all because she could not get an abortion. This is the story I listened to during a woman's last days on earth, and it shows you how that pain remains. This is only one story that involves re-traumatization because a person was stopped against their will from getting an abortion. Women who become pregnant from rape, women who survive child sexual abuse, incest, and more. I have observed the re-traumatization of these victims and survivors and the lifetime effects it has on them. And then there are those victims and survivors who were able to move forward and get an abortion. They had the resources and support in place to do so. Nevertheless, they were afraid because of the stigma. They kept it a secret. They suffered in silence. They had to walk past people shouting horrible things and displaying terrible photos as they entered places. And then there are those individuals who wanted an abortion, but it was not accessible to them. It was not affordable to them. And it was not free of harassment, shame, and stigma. This is why the message here today is so important. This rally is not just about keeping abortion legal. It's about keeping it legal while also making it accessible, affordable, and stigma-free for all. We need to keep the light on this issue and we need to keep this conversation going. An easy way to remember it are four A's. Abortion, accessibility, affordability, and acceptance for all. Thank you. Erin Feely Nahum, and my message is equal rights. It's our body, let us choose. My name is Steve, and uh, my message is that um, it's just as important to men that women have their proper equal rights as it is to the women themselves. It's going to help us all in the long run. Ari Mayor Pontier has been a community organizer since she was 12 years old. She created a multicultural program for Sullivan Renaissance. She served as the executive director of the Sullivan County Human Rights Commission and the constituent services manager for New York State Senator Jen Metzger. She currently works as the Outreach Director for Congressman Antonio Delgado. Let's hear it for Ari Marfantier. Thank you um, for being here today. On behalf of Congressman Delgado, I want to just deliver his message first. He is here in spirit and will continue, and I believe me, he works very hard for women's rights, and he will continue to do that. He is committed to do that. But I'm going to take off my little federal hat, and I'm going to speak to you now as a woman, as an immigrant woman. I came to this country when I was a child as a refugee. One of the things that I first noticed when I came here was the disparity that even though it was supposed to be better from where I was, in many ways, it was worse. There was so much disparity with race, with, with religion, with ethnic, anything ethnic 
We spoke a different language. That was a terrible thing. And one of the things that there was so much disparity back then that I noticed as a little kid was that gender had so much to do with what you got and when you got it. And then as a young immigrant child and young lady, I was facing a lot of discrimination and a lot of violence against my body. And I was expected to accept that. So I did not. You know, I don't believe in that. I believe that every woman, whether American-born or immigrant or on the other side of the planet, deserves respect with their choices, especially to do with their bodies. It is their bodies. It is our bodies. I had four children as a single mom because I chose to do that. It was my choice. I worked very hard to raise my family by myself. That was my choice. I had that right. Now, I, I shudder to think we're going backwards, that all the good things that I saw move forward for women, we now see going backwards. We're, we're being told very proactively that we're less than, and we are not going to listen to that, and we're not, we're just not going to do it. want to say is that today I stand with you here, I march with you here, but beyond today, we have to work together. We have to weave a safety net for women. We have to help them with whatever choice they're making. We can't just stand and march and walk away. We have to help. Le digo hoy a ustedes todos que está, yo estoy aquí parada con ustedes y marcho con ustedes. Pero mañana, después de hoy, tenemos que trabajar a tejer una red de silla de protección y seguridad para todas las mujeres. No importa su decisión. Thank you. My name is Mary Jones, and my message today is that all of us, all of us, not just women, we have to protect our rights. And women's rights are human rights, and we have to make sure that we have good health care, that we're not going to go to prison for supporting our women, and that the nonsense has to stop. The hunt for women has got to stop. That's why I'm here. Hi, my name is Larry Hirsch. I'm out here because I really can't believe after 48 years we're still debating this issue, and you know, the women's right to choose should be taken for granted and it should be something that you know it just be something that we should respect the women and and the fact that they're still challenging this in Texas and Mississippi and everything is is to me outrageous and we have to really make our voices heard. Hi Annie Stanley. Yeah, this whole thing with the bounty hunting uh, for people who uh, aid in abortion or doctors who perform abortions that kind of put it over the edge and I think we need to pass the ERA. It's long overdue. We probably wouldn't be in this position if that had happened. And there's enough women in the Congress and Senate right now to push that through. Enough is enough. And we're going backwards. It's 2021. If these people in Texas think that they can turn back the clock 50 years, then we're in, we're in serious trouble. It's just a fight that we're just going to have to fight again because of the, the ignorance and the misogyny in our society. These old men who keep making these decisions 
to undermine women's power in society. My name is Andrea Henley-Hine, and I can't believe we're still fighting about this 50 years later. And it's, as far as I'm concerned, it's just plain and simple. Women will die without safe and legal abortions. It's a very simple message. Women deserve the right to choose. If you don't want to wear a mask, how come you can tell me that I can't do with my body what I want to do? My name is Ken Wampler, and I live in White Sulphur Springs with my husband, Gordon, right here. And my message is get off of our bodies. You can't have it both ways to say uh, with, with vaccines, my body, my choice, and then turn around and say a woman doesn't have a right to choose how she takes care of her own body and her own life. So um, that's my message. Georgette Pascato, I made a couple of signs. One reads, it's the law. Women have the right to choose. And the other one says, my body, my choice. My name is uh, Ike Nahum. I live over in Koshekton and also in the city. This is a great action, support of women's right to choose. I'm in particular involved in uh, activity against the U.S. blockade of Cuba, and I wanted to bring to people here because the fight for abortion rights is an international movement that Cuba, which is a victim of the U.S. blockade and economic embargo, was the first country in the uh, Western Hemisphere to legalize abortion rights. And now other countries in the Americas are following that example, Uruguay, Argentina, Mexico. But since 1962, abortion rights were illegal in Cuba along with other advances for Cuban rights. And I wanted to bring that message, which I'm getting a great response from the people here. But independent of that, we got to defend the rights that they're trying to take away from us. Thank you. Well, my name is Eileen. We're not going back. We're just not. Uh, enough is enough. Safe legal abortion is health care. And this was given to me by another volunteer. I stand with Planned Parenthood. My name is Lauren from Nairsburg. Um, and I'm here today to ensure that all women have access to care that they deserve. Um, abortion is a right, and we all should have safe access to that. Yeah, my name is Martin Springetti, and uh, I'm here in support of all women because I know they're the better half, you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Miranda. Safe abortion is health care, and everyone deserves a right to health care. My name's Sam Bianco. I'm from northeastern Pennsylvania, and I'm here because I have a young daughter whose rights I want to be preserved for all eternity. I believe that it's very important that people understand that just because something is a right today does not mean it's going to be a right tomorrow and that people need to fight for good because good just not, does not just happen. Naomi Tepich from Damascus, Pennsylvania. It's been 29 years since the 1992 March for Choice in Washington on April 5th. And here we are again, still fighting for the same rights. It's just amazing uh, that things don't change that fast. And I'm here um, to honor all the young women who have to go through this continuously. I'm older and I can deal with it. And uh, I hope we succeed this year. I really do. Buck Moorhead in solidarity with women and my wife. Joe Levine. Women should rule. That's it. Women should rule. Can't trust us men for a minute. You know, men shouldn't be making those decisions for women, especially big old white old men. It's about time that this came to an end. It's been going on too long. 
and I hope something changes and it has to change can't change quick enough and it has to change drastically and I hope everybody continues to work hard for it. Something's got to change. I, I think our representatives in, in government are changing and this is important. Starting change at the local level is the most important thing to do and then we work from the bottom up and continue this fight for women's rights. My name is Jim D'Amico and she's probably about to yell. But uh, yeah, we're just here for her future to stand up for women's rights. My name is Ken, and it's a beautiful day. People are out here talking about what is important in our country. My name is Kathy. I'm here because this is extremely important for the young women of today, all women of today, but especially the young women, to go forward and see that there is support, that we settled this issue, as we were just talking about. We've, this has, should have been settled. It's unfathomable that this is happening today in 2021, and every vote here is matters, and they care about votes. Every person here is going, is counts as a vote. My name is Sue. Women's right to choose does not belong in the government's hands. Hi, I'm Teresa, and I also believe that politics need to stay out of women's reproductive health. And this is for, I'm here to represent the future of girls and women everywhere around the world. Sarah Donahue, and I'm here for all human rights. We're humans. We need to treat each other like humans and realize that we have a right to choose what we do with this body we've been given. And I'm very excited to see everyone else here today. I'm Marie Lou, and there's on so many levels I feel that what Texas is doing is very wrong. But I chose on my sign to say to address the situation where we're only holding 50% of the co-creators of a human accountable and criminal for an unwanted pregnancy. And that's why my sign says ban Viagra force vasectomies and encourage day after pills if they really cared about um, the unborn children then wouldn't they then hold men responsible and come up with other solutions so that women do not have to go through this but it's real i do believe that it's just a conspiracy to to put women back a hundred years or more. They'd rather see us just being at home, raising children, and not being part of the working world and political world. Barbara Weber, and my thoughts are that we shouldn't be turning back the hands of time. This is crazy, and Texas is insane. Six weeks, most people don't even know they're pregnant until they're two months. And it's just insane, and other states are joining. I have six granddaughters and three daughters, no. It's time to move forward. This is insanity to go backwards. And she's right. If this were a man, forget it. There wouldn't be an issue if the men were the ones who have to deal with it. 50 years ago, eight men gave us the right. And now you want to turn back the hands of time? No. It's insane. Hi, my name is Ayelet Gezo. And my message is live and let live. We don't tell you what to do. Don't tell us what to do. Lynn Reno, I'm standing up for civil rights and women's rights, and we don't want them to be taken away. David Breikoff uh, of Liberty. The Supreme Court is absolutely insane these days and they're in inconsistent, and they're just overturning precedent left and right, and I think that's a horrible situation. And this is just a perfect example of what's going on in Texas. 
My name is Miriam and I'm very happy to see the turnout for such a great cause and I hope that this is a step forward in the right direction. Hi, I'm Brianna Williams and I stand by Parent Parenthood's rights. And I hope that this affects Texas and I know this is so small compared to that, but this is still standing up for what we believe in. My name is Amanda Melson. I stand with women and support reproductive freedom for all. Hillary Smith and I'm standing with Planned Parenthood and with women everywhere for control over our own reproductive rights. Hi, Patricia Byrne, and I, again, I'm going to echo what um, Hillary said. We're here because, you know, no male should be telling us what we can do with our bodies. Lisa Homa. Keep your religion out of my womb. I don't think that religion should play a part in decisions. It should be a separation of church and state, and the Republican Party has become one that's run by the evangelical right. And I just... It's, it's, it's not good. I'm Alex Dancer. I'm from Oregon, and I'm staying in Monticello with my sister right now. Well, I'm just glad to be here in solidarity with all these other folks who are here. Take your loss off my body. My name is Catherine Glasson, and my message is let women be free. That all of these words, liberty, freedom, uh, the ability to be self-determined, the ability to pursue life, liberty, and happiness, they count for women, too. Hi, I'm Armand Prati. That was my wife, Catherine, there. And uh, I am happy to be standing here with her in support of women's rights to be free and to determine what the heck to do with their own bodies. And I find it unbelievable that there's no provisions for anything in this. I mean, despite the fact that they're taking away a basic right, they're doing it in the most disgusting way. And I think everyone should stand up and be offended by this and say something and get this changed. Yes. Yay! <laughs> My name is Ann Money. Uh, when I was in high school, I actually was on the pro side of a d debate on abortion. And the thing I walked away with is wealthy people will continue to get self-safe abortions and poor people will either continue to have children or have unsafe abortions. And I think that's a really strong reason to support pro-choice. Uh, my name's Rebecca DeRosa, and I have a sign here that says, um, if you don't like abortion, don't get one. So pretty much just mind your business. For me, like I know that a lot of people don't like abortion, maybe for religious reasons, but I just don't think that their personal beliefs or religious beliefs should be in part of legislation um, or a law. Um, you know, if they don't want to get one, they don't have to get one, but it should be safe and accessible and legal for people that do need to get them as part of their health care so they can plan their lives and, and live the way that they need to live, you know. So that's why I'm here. <laughs> I'm Caitlin McCann, and I'm just here standing up for women's rights. Um, we are 50% of the world's population, and the blame, the burden, the weight, responsibility all falls on us, and it's time that that changes. So. My name is Nancy Wells, and my question, although this is not 100% on mark for what's going on, is why a male doesn't have to go through this, and what makes men think they can make decisions for women? Women don't go around doing this to men. I mean, it's, it's like a very one-sided kind of 
better than you attitude, and I think that, that we need to rethink all that thinking. Uh, my name is Kathleen McCann-Smith, and my message is equal rights and human rights for all, especially women. We're going to start walking down Main Street now, and we're going to walk to the end of the street, and then we're going to turn around and end up at the deck, where you're going to have a few speeches. <laughs> Special thanks to Rosie Starr for the field reporting for this episode. From the kitchen table, out on the road, I'm Sabrina Artell. Thanks for joining me for Sabrina Artell's Trailer Talk. The music for the show, Patti Smith, People Have the Power. Trailer Talk is produced by Sabrina Artell. For more information, please visit trailertalk.net. Special thanks to WJFF Radio Catskill and the numerous people who have donated their time, resources, and conversations to make Trailer Talk possible. Thank you all who joined me in these conversations. I'm Sabrina Artel. Safe travels.